Hey folks, this is Dave from Reposing the Matrix. Boy, I have to tell you, it's, um, let me adjust this thing here. Kind of a miracle getting on here today, but <laughs> a lot of different things going on at the same time. You know what I mean? And, um, anyway, okay, that's better. Anyway, um, tonight we're going to talk about something that, um, uh, I don't know, a lot of people are probably afraid to talk about, but I think it's got to be done. And so many people are talking about it, I'm not really worried about it, but um, we talked a little tonight about the FBI, the Department of Justice, and corruption. And it's no secret, I mean, if you've, unless you've been asleep under a rock for the last, um, last week and a half, two weeks, three weeks, whatever, uh, you know, it last two years, maybe. <laughs> um, we know that uh, there are certain forces that are out to get uh, conservatives, that are out to get patriots, and um, unfortunately, it's our own government that's doing it. And um, that's a sad thing. You know, when I was growing up, my dad used to always tell me that the America he used to grow, that I was growing up in was not the America he was he grew up in. And um, he cited a few things, you know, um, how some freedoms had eroded away and everything. Well, my God, now it's going to hell in a handbasket. You know, it's uh, uh, it's disappearing before our eyes unless something's done pretty soon. Uh, what? I have no idea. But, um, I mean, all we can do as believers in Yeshua is pray, you know. That's a for sure thing that we can do, and nobody can stop us from doing that. The only time it stops is when we're, <laughs> we're not breathing anymore. And um, so... Anyway, um, we uh, <clears throat> we're watching our freedoms erode very quickly in an alarming pace. Um, but again, those of us that have faith have a better place to go to when it happens. So, um, anyway, I just wanted to cite a few articles, and you know this this thing with um, the FBI and stuff. It's not new, you know. Um, back during the time of prohibition and uh, during the gangland wars uh, in the 30s and stuff like that, there, there were corrupt FBI agents out there. Uh, J. Edgar Hoover, it was rumored that uh, was sort of corrupt. And uh, I know I'm, I'm going to get enemies for that because he was the Jesus Christ of the uh, FBI, basically. And um, the FBI is kind of like a religion. When you go in there, you... Um, you take on the religion of the FBI. When you uh, insult a, a faith's um, religious leader or founder, you know you're not uh, you're not appreciated very much. Anyway, um, so it's with uh, trepidation that I go into this tonight. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so I found several articles uh, about the FBI and. Um, about corruption, and uh, I, I want to delve into them right away so that I can finish this show and load it up to all the different places that I load the show up to so that this message can get out. So anyway, uh, the first one I want to start out with is um, a 1970s um, Senate report about the FBI, and let's see, let's go there, and... I wish there was a way I could kind of zoom in on the screen. I do not have the techno 
technological know-how to do that. So what you see is what you get. Okay. Um, this, is this article is titled 1970s Era Center Report Details Dark History of Corrupt FBI, CIA Propaganda, and Political Interference. And it looks like this was on Natural News. I didn't even know that. Huh. Must be one of their older, well, August 15, 2022. Must be brand new then. Huh. Okay. Well, the Lord works in mysterious ways. It was posted today, August 15, 2022, by... Uh, um, Author J.D. Hayes, I guess it is, H-E-Y-E-S. And I love to read the tags. <laughs> Bias, big government, church committee, collusion, conspiracy, corruption, deception, deep state, Donald Trump, entrapment, FBI, FISA, FISA court, Frank Church, intelligence community, lies, propaganda, rule by secrecy, Senate report, and tyranny. And again, that was published today, and the author was J.D. Hayes. All right, let's let's get off and running here, because we've got a lot to do. All right, well, readers are well aware of the corrupt, politi uh, politicized federal law enforcement agency. The FBI has become a, a new report. The FBI has become a new report published this week. Reminds us that the Bureau has a history of such behavior. Uh, writing for Lifestyle News, Robert L. Kinney III, notes that the agency previously engaged in covert efforts to influence social policy and political action and at times used methods reminiscent of the tactics of a totalitarian regime. As noted in April 1976, Senate report called Intelligent Activities, Intelligent Activities and the right of America, Rights of Americans. The report is the work of so-called Church Committee, which was shared by Senator Frank Church, Democrat of Idaho. The report details corruption and covert operations, including the use of propaganda by the FBI and the broader U.S. intelligence community in order to affect certain political outcomes. And does that sound familiar? The committee's findings and conclusions concern abuses in intelligent activity, intelligence activity and weaknesses in the system of accountability. Ooh, accountability. Hmm, that's interesting. I didn't know there was any in Washington. Okay. Weaknesses in the system of accountability and control are amply documented. I believe they make a compelling case for substantial reform. Church wrote in a report summary, quote, the recommendations section of this volume sets forth in detail the committee's proposals for reforms necessary to protect the rights of Americans. The fact revealed by the committee's inquiry into the development of domestic intelligence activities are outlined in the balance of the volume. In other language, maybe it's something that you and I can understand a little better. Uh, that is, oh, in other language that is completely foreign to the Democratic Party today, as well as far too many Republicans, church continued. I would add one principal comment to the results of this committee inquiry. The root cause of the excess, which our record amply demonstrates, has been failure to apply the wisdom of the constitutional system of checks and balances to intelligence activities. Our experience as a nation has taught us that we must place our trust in laws and not solely in men. The founding fathers foresaw excess in the inevitable consequences of granting any particular government unchecked power, part of government unchecked power. Uh, this has been demonstrated in the intelligence field where too often 
constitutional principles were subordinated to the pragmatic course of of permitting desired ends to dictate the just and justify improper means. In short, Church and his committee then uncovered the same kind of FBI intelligence community abuses that are still so prevalent today. Despite the fact that Church's committee committee's report formed the base of a major intelligence community reform bill still present, but little used, today known as the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, or FISA, a law that also establishes a secret secretive FISA court to hear uh, classified, excuse me, classified evidence from intelligence agencies seeking electronics and other types of surveillance warrants um, on foreign entities. As we learned through the revelations from former NSA contractor Edward Snowden in 2013, and again when Donald Trump revealed the Obama psychophants had wiretapped his New York Trump Tower offices, the law doesn't work when it's ignored or goes unenforced by men and women who could not care less about trusting in the law. Worse, we have come to realize this as well. Today's intelligence community has grown so powerful and so much dirt on so many lawmakers, oversight efforts like that of the church committee are impossible today. Far too many members of Congress appear to be clean enough to hold the intelligence community, which has failed so far failed the country so far, uh, so so far mis so miserably and so often as the 9-11 attacks proved uh, accountable to, for anything, much less cut its funding. The U.S. Senate report is from 1976. However, while it cannot be completely detailed in this article, there is actually reason to believe that the corruption has increased rather than decreased since 1976. Thus, the examples provided in the report may not be the worst of the worst, Kenny writes. Uh, scroll, okay. Uh, he is correct, of course, indicating the spread of propaganda through friendly media outlets, which is what the IC did to Trump uh, for four years, uh, the intelligence community is. Uh, the FBI has become an entrapment agency while also for, uh, fomenting false flags like the US Capitol building riot to take down political enemies. The system our, founder, our founders developed and bequeathed us is superior, but it depends on honorable men and women applying the law and adhering to the Constitution. We don't have honorable men and women in government right now, however. Okay, that's that first article. So the church committee back in 1976 found that there was a whole bunch of junk that the FBI was doing, illegal junk, and, uh, and addressed it and even placed some rules and regulations but, you know, like he says in the article, rules and regulations are only as good as those who have to follow them and those who enforce them. And if the, those that enforce them are corrupt, then, you know, it's, it's flushed down the toilet, basically. Okay. So that takes care of that article. Okay. And I, I got to go along here and get rid of things as we go along. Okay. You got my mug again. So the next thing we're going to look at, i get rid of that up there, too. All right, get rid of that. The FBI is corrupt. Uh, let's see here. Show on screen. All right, now I got to go to that article. Okay. And this is an article, uh, let's see, FBI Corruption News. Looks like they're kind of dedicated to this, aren't they? 
And uh, the FBI is a corrupt rogue agency with a history of extreme deceit and even terrorism against America. Uh, and there's a little, uh, if you're not watching this but listening, there's the FBI seal that says, time to shut down the corrupt FBI. All right. During a recent segment of Fox News, Tucker Carlson Tonight show, host Tucker Carlson explained how the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the FBI, is rife, rife with corruption and deceit and has long engaged in anti-American tactics and behaviors that serve the interests of the of a elite few rather than the American people. <clears throat> Despite what the left would have us all believe, the FBI and many other three-letter federal agencies simply aren't trustworthy. Neither do they operate in a bipartisan way. Thanks to the politicization of the FBI, I said that, folks, politicization, okay, of the FBI, specifically by corrupt politicians, most notably Barack Obama in recent years, such agencies function much more as arms of the Democratic Party as opposed to independent enforcers of the law. You know, you add to that, folks, that uh, the Senate and the the House are both run by the by the leftists, by the communists. Um, so there's nothing to stop them. There's, you know, if, at least if the House and Senate were um, were conservative, uh, there'd be some, a force that could go against them. But when you have crooks mining the store, then they'll let anybody in to rob it, right? Okay, as we've as we've covered on numerous occasions, the FBI has repeatedly been caught staging false flag attacks against the United States, staging witch hunts against the left's political enemies, and otherwise undermining the constitutional, the constitutional republic in the interest of globalism. Be sure to check out this video, okay, from real video. It, it looks like it's not there anymore. Uh, for more information about the FBI's extensive history of working against American interests by creating domestic terrorist design, to scare the public into accepting more tyranny. Boy, I wish that was still a good uh, a good link. I guess it's not. Okay, it says uh, SPLC, Southern Poverty Law Center. <laughs> yeah, that's that's an oxymoron. Um, another leftist info-terrorism group that worked directly with the FBI inspired 2012 shooting at Christian Bay's Family Research Council. And it's all documented, folks. I'm not making this up, Okay. <laughs> Um, if anybody's got a problem with it, go after the people that wrote these articles, not me. Okay. Uh, during the statement, Carlson also brought, brought up the infamous Southern Poverty Law Center, which pretends to be an anti-hate group working on behalf of the marginalized, but it is actually a left-wing hate factory that, just like the FBI, works solely to implement the Democrat communist agenda. The organization has nothing to do with the South or with poverty, Carlson states in no uncertain terms, it's the left-wing political group that uses hate crime designations to target its ideological enemies and crush people. Keep in mind that it was the SPLC that inspired the 2012 shooting attack of Christian-based Family Research Council, the FRC. Uh, the SPLC was also recently forced to pay $3.3 million settlement to the Quinlan Foundation, the world's first counter-extremist organization, after it falsely accused the group of harboring anti-Muslim extremists. The Southern Poverty Law Center lies, uh, Carlson stated, uh, the Southern Poverty Law Center lies, Carlson stated, noting that the SPLC has worked directly with the FBI 
to implement two groups uh, mutual agenda. They are utterly reckless and they're totally dishonest. Illustrating the FBI's close ties to the SPLC with the statement the FBI made back in 2009, declaring the SPLC to be a well-known, established, and credible organization that monitors domestic terrorism in the United States. This statement was based on the known fact that the SPLC had been working closely with the FBI to brief its personnel on alleged terror threats to this country, something that apparently still goes on to this day. Let me scroll up a little bit. Okay, disturbingly, the relationship is ongoing, if you can believe it, Carlson explained. Despite multiple requests from this program, the FBI has refused to describe the extent of its collaboration with the SPLC. Despite repeated attempts by journalists and others to get more information from the FBI as to the nature of its close relationship with the SPLC, the federal law enforcement agency has routinely refused, obfuscated, and sidestepped the issue in every instance. In a statement to Fox News, for instance, the FBI offered what Carlson says was meaningless and mindless boilerplate statements about how the FBI engages various organizations for outreach purposes, none of which have ever been properly delineated by the FBI. Carlson says that the FBI's response to Fox News' inquiry were nothing but mindless pap that does not answer the question. Uh, see the FBI corruption.news for more stories about the FBI and be sure to check out real video for more information about the FBI's extensive history of lies and treason against the United States. Those are heavy words, folks. <laughs> lies and treason. I would imagine if they were investigated um, and found guilty of their lies and treason, that uh, they would probably um, they would probably be uh, jailed and or executed. But that's another time in the future and not worth talking about today. By the way, this is by Ethan Huff, and it was produced on the first of uh, August of this year. Okay, I didn't put that in there. And, uh, okay. So anyway, there you have it, folks. Um, it's a rogue agency with history of extreme deceit and even terrorism against America. Um, when I was a young believer in Yeshua, I fell for the Southern Pop of the Year Law Center's lies, and I, I think I supported them for like three or four months. And, and then I you know, I got laid off from my job, and I couldn't do that anymore. And I guess, who, who knows, maybe Yahweh laid me off, so I wouldn't I wouldn't give to that organization anymore. They always made it sound like it was a uh, an organization that fought against uh, uh, Jew hatred, uh, anti-Semitism and stuff like that. But uh, they're truly a wicked organization. And um, I regret having ever given them any, any of my money, my hard-earned money. So uh, I repent. Okay, so let's go here and then let's get rid of that. And let's see. Okay, now we get to watch a little bit of a video uh, before we get into some more meat and potatoes. Um, <clears throat> let me see here. Okay, my mouse is doing weird stuff, folks. Okay, and now we're going to look at an article, and I'm really just interested because there's not much of an article here. I'm interested in the video, and you will be too. Um, we now know who ordered the FBI hit on Donald Trump. 
and it all makes sense now. Okay, so this video is new to me, and so I'm taking a chance. I don't know if it's right on the spot, but it comes like Next News Network. It was published August 9th, 2022, 1007 views, and I don't see an author's name. It's from Next News Network, okay? So I have shown my sources. Okay, so let's watch this video. This is breaking news, and we're off and running. We now know who ordered the FBI hit on Donald Trump at Mar-a-Lago, and it all makes sense now. In this video, I'm going to show you how the judge who ordered the raid on Mar-a-Lago is linked to Jeffrey Epstein and Obama, and who had to sign off on the FBI hit on the Trump family home. My name is Gary Franchi, and I bet you didn't know that the judge who ordered the raid on Mar-a-Lago is linked to Epstein and Obama. In this video, I'm going to break it all down for you and show you how it all connects. Remember, you can fight fake news with the truth every day. Arm yourself, tap subscribe, enable notifications, and fight back with us, the Next News Network. Today we're learning that a Florida judge who signed off on the search warrant authorizing the FBI raid on President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago home has ties to convicted pedophile Jeffrey Epstein and former President Barack Obama. According to the New York Post, Judge Bruce Reinhardt approved the warrant that allowed federal agents to descend on Trump's South Florida estate on Monday in what the 45th president described as an unannounced raid on my home. According to the National Pulse, Judge Reinhardt has donated to the campaigns of former President Barack Obama and to the establishment opponents of Donald J. Trump during the 2016 election, including Jeb Bush. Reinhardt donated twice to Obama's campaign in 2008, totaling $2,000. He also donated to the campaign of Trump rival Jeb Bush in 2015. The most important thing to note here is who had to approve this operation against Trump at the DOJ. Chris Swecker, a former FBI assistant director, he laid the blame at the feet of FBI Director Christopher Wray and Attorney General Merrick Garland. Watch. Based on your experience, would Christopher Ray have had to sign off on this raid or at least know about it along with the Attorney General Merrick Garland of the United States? Without a doubt. This type of this is unprecedented. This has never happened. I mean, even for minor public officials, if there were a search warrant being executed, say, in a congressman's office, like I, it happened when I was the head of the FBI's criminal division, you would have to jump through dozens of hoops, review by FBI lawyers, approval at the, the director level, review by DOJ attorneys, approval at the attorney general level, you know, analysis across the board, an affidavit that probably is in the dozens of pages. And th this is, you know, this is the type of action that will will have to get scrutiny at the highest level. Meanwhile, both the White House and the January 6th committee are denying any ties to the FBI raid at Mar-a-Lago. Democrat Representative Jamie Raskin, he said that the January 6th committee knew nothing about the FBI raiding Mar-a-Lago and seizing documents. Watch. I'm just curious your reaction. I know you can't say much to the FBI search and the removal of documents from Mar-a-Lago over the past 24 hours. 
Yeah, I mean, the, the great thing about the separation of powers is we knew nothing about that. Uh, I know only what I've been able to see for, you know, the, a couple of minutes uh, this morning on TV. So um, we just we don't know whether that's something related to what we're working on or not. And we are, uh, you know, conducting our own independent uh, investigation. And obviously, everybody in America and speaking as a citizen, uh, we all have an interest in the rule of law in the country and respect for the rule of law and uh, the resistance to the lawlessness that seems to be, um, you know, always out there now. Lawlessness, indeed. The White House said it wasn't given any heads up about the raid. Quote, we did not have notice of the reported action and would refer you to the Justice Department for any additional information. That's what a White House official told NBC. Can you believe that? Oh, we don't even know what the uh, DOJ is up to or the FBI. We're only the White House. You know, we, we only are the, <laughs> the office of the executive branch that oversees all that. Right? The buck stops there. In response, Republican Senator Ron Johnson, he's questioning just how detached President Biden is from his own administration after the White House said it wasn't given any notice of the FBI's raid on the home. Quote, our two-tier justice system is becoming more obvious and outrageous. That's what he told Fox News Digital. The White House claims it had no knowledge of the Mar-a-Lago raid, which raises even more questions. Are they lying to us again, or have the FBI and DOJ become partisan rogue agencies? At the very least, President Biden should have made, been made aware of the unprecedented FBI raid on a former president, adding, is he truly that detached from his own administration? On Tuesday, Biden ignored dozens of journalists trying to ask him about the raid. Watch. walking like a zombie. <laughs> and Biden's press secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre, repeatedly refused to answer if Biden's administration was weaponizing the Justice Department and FBI against politi political opponents. Watch. Is this administration weaponizing the Justice Department and the FBI against political opponents? Peter, the president believes in the rule of law. The president believes in the independence of the Department that's, of Justice. That's a yes or no. <laughs> no, that is no. It's a yes or a no for you. I'm answering the question. You may not like it, but I'm answering the question, I'm just, and I'm no, no. I'm answering the question, and I'm telling you that we are not going to comment on a criminal investigation. The president has been very clear. I laid out what his thoughts were back on January 7th in 2021 about how he saw the Department of Justice. And I'm just going to leave it there. We're not going to comment from here, from this White House, on a criminal investigation that is currently. A criminal investigation. She also refused to say if Biden believed the Justice Department acted accordingly regarding the raid. Watch. Does the president believe that the Justice Department acted accordingly here? That is not, uh, uh, I'll, say, I'll say this again, that's up for the Department of Justice to decide. It is, um, when it comes to the criminal investigation, it is independent, uh, and they make that decision. This raid on Donald Trump is a clear weaponization of the justice system and is intended to intimidate 
and scare Joe Biden's political opposition. The fact that Jeffrey Epstein's lawyer signed off on this should tell you everything you need to know about its legitimacy. It's suspicious. And I'm sure we're going to be hearing a lot more interesting details as this story unfolds. So make sure you stay tuned to the Next News Network for all of the updates. And as always, we welcome your comments and discussion below. We'll see you at the next report for the Next News Network. I'm Gary Franchi. Thank you for watching that report. Let's continue the conversation about inflation because gas is $7 a gallon in some places. A ten okay, we're going to go ahead and stop it there because <clears throat> it's talking about things that we're not really talking about right here on today. So um, very interesting. <laughs> it's like, you know, the Democrats or progressives or communists or whatever you want to call them are, are always the first to throw stones, you know, and, and they know what houses they're throwing at and they know what's in the houses, the people that are in the houses where they're throwing the stones. So to say that they don't didn't know anything about what was going on, especially with an FBI that is answerable to the president. Um, it doesn't wash. I'm sorry. It just doesn't wash. I'm sure that either it was commissioned from the white house or the white house really knew about it as it was going down. I could probably, I could probably imagine, um, Joe Biden, um, you know, playing with his toys or something while the rest of his administration was watching a live coverage of this, uh, from the FBI themselves while it was all going on, you know, and, uh, no, I'm sorry. I, I don't buy it. And, uh, I could be wrong, you know, wrong quite often, but, um, I could be wrong about that, but to say that he didn't, or his administration didn't know anything about it. Come on, you know, <laughs> anyway, and the beat goes on. Okay. Let's, uh, go here and, um, Let's get rid of that. Oh, you see my dog over here, Zana, a little girl uh, coming to try to get some love from me, I think. Anyway, she's one of our mascots. We have four mascots here. She's the big mascot. Okay. So we got, uh, oh, I did it again. For some reason, I'm not showing this. But I can fix that real quick, real quick. Let's do this. And I'm going to do this. And I want to go to 72 types. Okay, 72 types. There we go. All right. I'll bet you you didn't know, or maybe you didn't know, perhaps you did, um, that if you participate in certain activities or hold certain beliefs or or whatnot um, that you are on a hit list for the FBI because you're deemed a potential terrorist. My goodness. Um, I'm looking to see. There was a, a link that went to all 72. Um, but for some reason, I am not finding it. Oh, well, par for the course for today, you know. Um, been a very interesting. Oh, okay, they're all there. Okay, what am I talking about? Okay, so let's look at this here. 72 types of Americans that are considered potential terrorists in official government documents. 
Now you might find that you're you're in ten or more of these different people uh, lists here, but okay. And it, it goes on: Are you conservative, a libertarian, a Christian, or a gun owner? Are you opposed to abortion, globalism, communism, illegal immigration, the United Nations, or the New World Order? Do you believe in conspiracy theories? Do you believe that we are living in the end times? Or do you even visit alternative news websites such as this one? If you answered yes to any of those questions, you are a potential terrorist according to the U.S. government documents. At one time, the term terrorist was used very narrowly. The government applied that label to people like Osama bin Laden and other Islamic jihadists. But now the government administration is removing all references to Islam from terror training figures, right? Um, probably because there's tons of Islamists in uh, in, the, in Biden's cabinet um, from terror training materials. And instead, the term terrorist is now being applied to a large group of American citizens. If you are a terrorist, that means that you have no rights and that the government can treat you just like it treats the terrorists that are being held at Guantanamo Bay. So if you belong to a group of people that is now being referred to as potential terrorists, please don't take it as a joke. The first step to per, per, excuse me, per, first step to persecuting any group of people is to demonize them. And if we didn't learn that during the Holocaust, then didn't learn anything. Okay, that was my little ad lib there. And right now, large groups of peaceful, law-abiding citizens are being ruthlessly demonized. Below is a list of 72 types of Americans that are considered to be extremists and potential terrorists in officially U.S. government documents. To see the original source um, document for each point, just click on the link. As you can see, this list covers most most of the country. Are you ready? Are you buckled in? Do you have your seatbelts fastened and your seat back of your seats forward? And um, are you watching the? Uh, Stewardess, as she's up front, telling you that the if the uh, oxygen comes down, you're supposed to pull it, put it over your face. Except it probably has uh, it probably has COVID nineteen in it. Anyway, uh, okay, here we go. Number one, those who talk about individual liberties. Okay, number two, those who advocate for states' rights. Number three, those who want to make the world a better place. Number four, the colonists who sought to free themselves from British rule. Number five, those that are interested in defeating the communists. Number six, those that believe that the interests of one's own nation are separate from the interests of other nations or the common interests of all nations. Number seven, anyone that holds a political ideology that considers the state to be unnecessary, harmful, or undesirable. State meaning the federal government, folks. Um, Number eight, Anyone that possesses an intolerance towards other religions. Number nine, those who take action or fight against the exploitation of the environment and or animals. Number 10, anti-gay. Well, to me, gay is happy, so that would mean anti-happy. So I don't think I fall into that. Okay. Uh, Number 11, anti-immigrant. It doesn't say anti-illegal immigrant. That's interesting. Um, number 12, anti-Muslim. Number 13, the Patriot Movement. Number 14, opposition to equal rights for gays and lesbians. Number 15, members of the Family Research Council. Boy, they got it in for those people, don't they? Uh, Number 16, members of the American Family Association. 
Okay. Um, that one kind of takes me back. Aback. Um, number 17, those that believe that Mexico, Canada, and the United States are secretly planning to merge into a European Union-like entity that will be known as the North American Union. Number 18, members of the American Border Patrol, American Patrol. Uh, number 19, members of the Federation for American Immigration Reform. Number 20, oh, we're about a third of the way there, if not quite, but members of the Tennessee Freedom Coalition. Well, okay, uh, there's one I'm not. Oh, and 21, members of the Christian Action Network. Number 22, anyone that is opposed to the New World Order. Number 23, anyone that is engaged in conspiracy theorizing. Number 24, anyone that is opposed to Agenda 21. Number 25, anyone that's concerned about FEMA camps. Let's scroll up here. 26, anyone that fears impending gun control or weapons confiscations. 27, the militia movement. 28, the sovereign citizens movement. 29, those who don't think that they should have to pay taxes. Number 30, anyone that complains about bias. Number 31, anyone that believes in government conspiracies to the point of paranoia. <laughs> uh, does that go for the left, too? Um, number 32, anyone that's frustrated with mainstream ideologies. 33, anyone that visits extremist websites or blogs. 34, anyone that establishes website, blog, or displays extremist views. 35, anyone that attends rallies for extremist causes. 36, anyone that exhibits extreme religious intolerance. In other words, you can't think your religion is the only religion that, that's viable. Okay. 37, anyone that is personally connected with a grievance. Well, I would like to have that one explained to me. Uh, number 38, anyone that suddenly acquires weapons. Number 39, anyone that organizes protests inspired by extremist ideology. Number 40, militia or unorganized militia. I thought it said militia up above. Are they, they uh, double dipping here? Uh, number 41, general right-wing extremist. 42, citizens that have bumper stickers that are patriotic or anti-UN. Um, man, if you have a God Bless America sticker on your car, that takes care of two or three of these Okay, 43, those who refer to an army of God. 44, those who are fiercely nationalistic as opposed to universal or international orientation. 45, those who are anti-global. 46, those who are suspicious of centralized federal authority. Well, that's all the founding fathers. So I guess they were anti-American. They were terrorists. George Washington, the terrorist. Jefferson, the terrorist. Okay, 47, those who are reverent, reverent of individual liberty. 48, those who believe in conspiracy theories. That's a double dipper right there. That was the year earlier. 49, those who have a belief that one personal or national way of life is under attack. 50, those who possess a belief in the need to be prepared for an attack either by participating in paramilitary preparations or training on or survivalism. 51, those who would impose strict religious tenets or laws on society are fundamentalists. <laughs> you know, let's let's get into this one because fundamentalists was fundamentalists basically in a Christian 
format means that somebody that believes that the Bible is the Word of God and that we should live by the Bible. Okay, that's a fundamentalist. And it used to be that uh, we were talking about Muslim extremists, you know, oh, Muslim extremists. And then they started talking about Muslim fundamentalists. And I said, when they started doing it, I said it, that that's going to transfer to Christian fundamentalists. And sure enough, there it is. Okay, if you're a Christian fundamentalist or heck, any religion fundamentalist, then you are a potential ther uh, therapist, um, terrorist. Well, you might be a therapist too, who knows? Um, 52, those who would insert religion into political sphere. 53, anyone who would seek to politicize religion. 54, those who have supported political movements or for autonomy. 55, anyone that is anti-abortion. 56, anyone that is anti-Catholic. That's interesting. So is Catholicism then going to be the state religion? Huh. Okay, anyone who is anti-nuclear? 58, right-wing extremists. 59, returning veterans. That's sad. 60, those concerned about illegal immigration. 60, those who believe in the right to bear arms. <laughs> 62, anyone that's engaged in ammunition stockpiling. <laughs> yeah, okay, whatever. Um, 63, anyone that exhibits fear of communist regimes. Well, what about all the people that lived them and <laughs> moved away from them and know that there's something to be feared? Okay, 64, anti-abortionist activists. That, that's double here. Um, 65, those who are against illegal immigration. That's double also. 66, those who talk about the New World Order in a derogatory manner. Ooh. <laughs> the New World Order sucks. Oh, did I say that? Mm. Oh, well. 67, those who have negative view of the United Nations. 68, those who are opposed to the collection of federal income taxes. Okay, who really likes paying income taxes? It's something we all do. We don't like it, but we do because if we don't do it, we go to jail. Okay, um, and isn't that slavery? Okay, 69, those that support former president candidates Ron Paul, Chuck Baldwin, or Bob Barr. 70, those that display the Gadsden flags, in other words, don't tread on me. 71, those that believe in the end time prophecies. And 72, evangelical Christians. <sighs> Man, I'm a, no, never mind, I'm not going to say that. Okay, uh, the group of people in the list are considered problems that need to be dealt with. Um, in some documents referenced above, members of the military are specifically warned not to have anything to do with such groups. But at the same time, when they return from war, they automatically become uh, potential terrorists. So why even listen? Okay. We are moving into a very dangerous time in American history. You can now be considered a potential terrorist just because of your religious or political beliefs. Free speech is becoming a thing of the past, and we are rapidly becoming an Orwellian society that is the exact opposite of what our founding fathers intended to do. Please pray for the United States of America, which will automatically make you into a terrorist. Uh, we definitely need it. Um, I would suggest, folks, if you haven't read the book by Orwell, 1984, that you read it, because you're going to read it, and on every page you're going to find something that kind of matches what society is nowadays. Okay, 
I'm telling you, the guy in his own way was was a prophet. And uh, but I think just he, he just studied totalitarian regimes and was able to write about it. But you know, the book is definitely prophetic. And uh, well, we'll go from there. So anyway, let's see. We'll go back to here. We will get rid of. Oh, I don't want to get rid of the wrong thing. All right. Well, let's just. I won't get rid of that one. Okay. Let's see. Okay, I picked the right one. Baruch Hashem. Okay, so let's go to Fed Up Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis is one of my personal heroes. That probably makes me a potential ther therapist. <laughs> uh, as a potential therapist, I have to say that I agree with the, what Ron DeSantis says. Uh, Fed Up DeSantis sends police to remove woke Soros-backed state prosecutor from office. This guy is a hero. I think the best ticket that you could see for 2024 would be Trump running for president and this guy running for vice president. Okay. And then after Trump does his term, this guy running for president and maybe making Don Jr. vice president or something, you know. Um, anyway, this guy is awesome. Ron DeSantis. And uh, he's he's no BS, man. He is, he is the real thing. And Let's read this article because oh, let's, let me give credit to where credit's due. Uh, and I read the title already. Um, it, it was posted uh, Monday, August 15, 2022, which is today. Uh, written by J.D. Hayes. Boy, he's a really busy fellow, isn't he? Uh, tagged uh, abortion, abortion ban, Andrew Warren, Florida, George Soros, Justin, Justice Democrats, Liptards. <laughs> uh, Media Fact Watch, Police Removal, Ron DeSantis, uh, Soros Funded, uh, Suspension, Woke, Woke DA, Woke Prosecutor. Okay, let's rock and roll and get into this here. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, <clears throat> who continues to mention as a long-term successor to, to former President Donald Trump, has taken action against the far-left state attorney, whose campaign was financed by progressive billionaire George Soros. Huh. I don't know. I, I'm not going to say what I was going to say. Um, in an announcement on Thursday, DeSantis said that said he sent law st state law enforcement officers to remove state attorney Andrew Warren of the 13th Judicial, Judicial Circuit from the office uh, from office for his militant agenda and refusal to enforce duly passed laws he disagreed with. <clears throat> State attorneys have a duty to prosecute crimes as defined by Florida law, not to pick and choose which laws to enforce based on a personal personal agenda. DeSantis noticed and it noticed noted in his statement, "It's my duty to hold Florida elected officials to the highest standard for the people of Florida. I have the utmost trust in Judge Susan Lopez." who will lead uh, the office through this transition and faithfully uphold the rule of law. <clears throat> According to his order, <clears throat> sorry, folks, my voice is doing weird things again. According to his order, after the signing of the executive order, the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office, assisted by other law enforcement agencies as necessary, is requested to assist the immediate transition of, Do of Andrew War uh, Warren from the office of the state attorney the 13th Judicial Circuit of Florida, 
with access only to retrieve his personal belongings and ensure that no files, papers, or documents, notes, or records, computers, or removable storage media are removed from the office of the state attorney for the 13th Judicial Circuit of Florida by Andrew Warren or any of his staff. Hmm, sounds like there's prosecution coming. Uh, Warren was removed following the assessment of state attorneys by DeSantis' office, which found that in June the DA vowed not to change and not to charge abortion patients or their physicians who illegally perform abortions after the state's 15-week ban. Quote, we had, in, we had the individual here from Hillsborough County say, that, say and sign letters that there are certain laws he just won't enforce and won't prosecute, DeSantis told Fox News um, exclusively following a press conference announcing the suspension. Quote, state's attorneys that put their ideology over the rule of law are not satisfying the oath of office, said DeSantis, himself a Harvard-educated lawyer and Yale graduate who served as a judge advocate in the U.S. Navy and an assistant U.S. attorney. In a tweet last month, Warren wrote, the 15-week ban is unconstitutional on its face. On its face. Uh, Tallahassee knew it when they passed the bill, hoping judges would ignore the privacy right of Florida Constitution. Uh, I put my hand on the Bible and swore to defend the U.S. and Florida Constitution. Florida's Constitution has a privacy right and clearly covers abortion. While, tennis, while Tallahassee tries to circumvent the law, I will uphold the law and protect our freedom, he added. However, during a press conference on Thursday, the governor also said that Warren has refused on a number of occasions to enforce law by the legislature that cracks down on child sex change operations, as well as other abortion restrictions. As part of his suspen suspension order, DeSantis tapped Hillsborough County Court Judge Lopez to replace Warren. DeSantis defended his action, telling Fox News, I don't think that some of these prosecutors that have a very militant agenda in terms of ideology have been able to get away with a lot of other, get away with a lot of other states. We've had prosecutors around the country that think that they can pick and choose which laws to enforce. The state attorney may have thought because he could get away with it in Los Angeles, they get away with it in Baltimore, and he could do this stuff in Florida, DeSantis added. Not on my watch. We're going to take action, decisive action, to protect the people of the state. Wow. That's presidential material right there, folks. It really is. That man, Ron DeSantis, he runs. <laughs> if I can get away with voting twice, which seems to be the norm anymore, uh, I do it. But I know it's, it's against the law, so I'm not going to do it. So there. Um, anyway, so you got a guy that's sticking up for what's right. Um, there's 49 other governors, and some of them probably have the, the intestinal fortitude or close to it that this man has. But this man is a shining star, an example of, of what every governor should be. And here I am, my, my family and I, stuck in Oregon with uh, uh, the, the brown stain. So anyway, hopefully soon to be replaced brown stain. Okay, so let's see. I think we did this one. Yes. And come on, go away. And this one. Okay. All right, folks. Now you just got me because we've done everything. We looked at all the articles. So, you know, as a little boy, <clears throat> there was a program on TV called the FBI. <laughs> you know, plain and simple, the FBI. 
And the uh, head guy in the FBI was Ephraim Zimbalist Jr., who was a marvelous actor. And you probably heard of his daughter, Stephanie Zimbalist. <laughs> Zimbalist. And, um, you know, it's, I'm really happy because one time I said syphilis. So, um, but I didn't tonight. So I'm pat myself on the shoulder. Okay. So anyway, um, and it was a really good program. I really liked watching it when I was a kid. My parents liked it and everything else. My grandfather and grandmother watched it. And, um, and it was really inspiring. And it, it made you feel good about the FBI, you know, um, that they were there to protect us, to, to fight for us, to keep us safe from the mob, which was prominent in northern New Jersey at that time, still is actually. Um, and it, it was just nice to know that we had those guardians watching over us. But now I'm starting to realize that these guardians aren't, they're not good guardian angels. They're guardian demons, basically. And, and they're against the rule of law. And they, they're no better than the Trotskys and the Lenins of this world who are trying to promote communism and do anything that they can do to protect the party, uh, the democratic, progressive, communist, whatever you want to call them, party. And, uh, and to do everything that they can to see that that party wins. And that is mil military, uh, militarizing um, a police force. And it's not good. It's, it's, um, it's something that needs to be fought against. Now, I've heard that if Donald Trump gets back in office in, in 2024, or maybe sooner, uh, my, from my lips to God's ears, um, <clears throat> that he's going to get rid of the FBI and start anew with something else. And... Um, the organization just can't be trusted anymore. They really can't, nor can the Department of Justice, okay? And all these little states that are all over the, the country, you know, uh, they're, they're little departments too. Some of them are just as corrupt, you know? And we're going to find these things out because Scripture says that nothing is, things that are said in secret will be shouted from the housetops, and things that are done in secret will have light shined upon them, okay? So you guys that are doing this garbage, I think you're getting away with it. And even if you got away with it until the day you died, <laughs> you're going to stand in front of this, this guy named Yeshua, and he's going to say, let's look at your life. And you're going to really wish that you hadn't done the things that you did because, you know, he's going he's gonna to say two things. He's going to say, um, welcome, my good and faithful servant, to those who accomplished his will and, and loved him and, and accepted him as, as their savior. And he's going to say to the other group, depart from me, I never knew you. And boy, howdy, is that's not going to be a good thing because you're going to go go to hell, go directly to hell, do not pass go, do not collect $200. And then when things are finally done with, that hell is getting thrown in a lake of fire. And sad to say that people that are going to be there are going to be tormented forever. Okay, and forever is a real long time. And I don't want to see anybody go through that. So if you're a DOJ employee or if you're an FBI Please get right with God, okay? Don't keep doing the garbage that you're doing because it's not going to lead to anything but eternal damnation. And I don't want to see anybody go through that. Yes, right now you're sort of my enemy because you've made me your enemy, okay? I don't want that. I want to live at peace with the FBI because I want the FBI to be a, a strong and, and vibrant and promoter of truth, justice in the American way. The quote from Superman. Um, I want you guys to 
to do what's right, not do what's wrong. And I want to be able to coexist with you in the DOJ, you know, and just to, just to have a brotherhood between all of us, you know, and I want you to be for the American people, for the Constitution, um, against everything that's wrong, that's unconstitutional. And if you guys can do that, if you can just do that and get right with God and get right with the American people, my goodness, what a relationship we could all have, right? I'm not one of those kumbaya singers, you know, or, or something like that. I just think that everybody should live in peace and harmony, you know, and, and when you set yourself against uh, most, well, half, at least half of the American population, that's not living at peace and harmony. And, and you're living at peace and harmony, a, a false one with, uh, uh, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers and um, spiritual wickedness and hard places and principalities and all kinds of evil entities that, that are uh, in the uh, spiritual realm. And I don't want to see you serving those guys. I want to see you serving Yahweh, the, the king of heaven and earth, the creator of the whole universe. So how about getting straight with the Lord and then we can we can talk some more and, and live in fellowship and and walk hand in hand and, and talk about the Lord and his goodness and and about good things. Uh, not what is currently occupying 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue um, or Congress or Senate for that matter. So anyway, with that, we've reached almost the hour mark and I'm going to go ahead and shut this thing down. I want to thank everybody that's taken time to listen to this or watch this. Um, I hope you got something out of it. I hope you learned that um, <laughs> you are being labeled um, as an enemy of the state. If you happen to adhere to just one of those 72 or 73 um, things that I read off and um, it's not a good scene. So um, pray for our country, pray that this country will repent that the people in this country inside will repent with their heart and not um, and not continue to do the evil that men do. Okay, pray that Yahweh wins and that Lucifer or Satan loses and that he will have no hold on this country or the people of this country for that matter. Pray against uh, people like George Soros and, and others. Um, let's see. Psalm 109, it's, it's what I usually, you know, I was here at church. Oh, you got to pray for our leaders. got to pray. Well, I pray Psalm 109. And once you look at it, you'll understand why. Um, anyway, I'm going to go ahead and get off of this thing. So, folks, thank you. Um, Ralph and I are going to be on Wednesday at some time. We'll probably uh, do the show earlier, and then I'll upload it. It will not be a live show. Um, so look for it um, probably Thursday. It will be there on Thursday. And um, and then uh, Thursday I, I do a show because that's the day that Brian and I usually do one. Um, and hopefully Brian will be coming back soon. Um, I would like that more than anything, to tell you the truth. I miss him. He's a good brother. And uh, anyway, that having been said, here we go. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make, may he make his face to shine on you and be gracious unto you. May he watch your going out, your coming in, your rising up, and your lying down. May he give you the peace that passes all understanding as you come to know him, the Father, through his son, Yeshua HaMashiach, otherwise known as Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Goodbye, folks. See you Wednesday.